Toronto. This is Dr. Walter Aka. Dr. Kyle Dumpert. And Dr. Gary Dennis, greetings and salutations. All right. So we have a special guest. Uh, we have Dr. Bethel Ozumbo. Am I saying that correct? Ozumba. Ozumba. I apologize. Yeah. I apologize. Um, so uh, Dr. Ozumba is a recent graduate, um, you know, and with everything that's happening with COVID and, and just... It, just dentistry in general. We wanted to talk to a new graduate. Literally, you graduated in what, May? Yes, May, May 2020. May 2020. I mean, literally, right as this whole epidemic is happening, or pandemic is happening, uh, we don't know where we're going, but this man said, <laughs> let me just go look for a job. And so the the whole point of this podcast is to basically interview him and get an idea of his journey from dental school, from graduating, how graduation looked like, all the way to finding a job, like what he had to go through. You know, a lot of uh, pre-dental and dental students, you know, contacted us and were like, hey, we want to hear from new graduates to see what it looks like out there uh, right after you graduate. You know, financial aid. I'm sorry, uh, how are you paying off your student loans? What's going on with... Uh, I mean, just in general, what's going on with, with the dental uh, um, mm-hmm. employment aspect? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's start off with just a little introduction about yourself. All right. So, guys, my name is Dr. Government name is Dr. Bethel Ozumba. <laughs> but uh, everybody, a lot of people know me by Dr. B. Bay. Uh, so I'm a recent graduate of Howard College of Dentistry, class of 2020, uh, was raised, was born in Nigeria, but really raised in Houston, Texas, did my undergraduate degree at University of Texas at San Antonio, and then, of course, went to Howard College of Dentistry for my dental degree. H-U? You know, you know, so the real, the real H-U. So, so yeah, uh, and now I'm here, you know, uh, by God's grace, you know, I'm I'm a dentist now. Were you looking to go back to Texas? Sir? Were you looking to go back to Texas whenever you finished dental school? Yeah, so it was. I was out of um, either going to staying in, you know, in Virginia, going to Virginia, uh, Cali, or Texas, Houston. You know, specifically was those were my three options. So um, at, at first, it, it, it seemed like I was going to head to Cali, but you know, after some um, praying and you know meditation and just thinking about everything, I, uh, I felt like the best decision was for me to come back to Houston. So I could make make it most likely make a difference in my community and kind of like you know uh, a lot of the people I grew up with kind of show them a, a different um, perspective and a different route of life. That's great. That's wonderful. When it Thank comes you. to when it comes to graduation, right? You graduated in May. Let us know what happened before the whole pandemic started in March. Like, how was it looking for you when it comes to requirements and so forth? And then how did it abruptly, like it abruptly ended, like everything just stopped. Right. So tell us what yeah. you went through that, at that, that time. Um, okay. So basically I, uh, COVID really kicked off really um, right after like this first, I mean, right after the second week of February. So uh, January came, we were still finishing off requirements. Um, um, Gladly, I was, you know, 98, 99% done with my requirements. You know, I just needed to kind of like, you know, comp, which is a competency out of like one of, one of the, um, uh, department. So, so February came, you know, we, it came time for take, for us to take our clinical boards. So now this is our patient board exams. 
So, uh, granted, I think like only like a certain amount of people were able to take it. That was the first phase of the patient boards. So, unlike 30 people, were, you know, were granted access to be able to take the patient board in February, the rest was going to take it in March, you know, soon after that. So, um, I was blessed to have a patient who had all three of my requirements, you know, on that same patient. So, my class one, I mean, my class two, my class three, and my perio was oh, all nice. in the same patient. So um, during February, I was able to, you know, take take my boards, my clinical boards, all three of them, and pass it and pass them. It, it was some, it was a lot of hiccups, to, but that's a long story. So right after the boards came, you know, everybody, every other students were getting ready to take the March boards, you know, and then that's when COVID had really just shut everything down. So um, for, unfortunately, those who didn't take the clinical boards you know, we're not looking at all the way to August to retake their, you know, their board exam. Wow. So, yeah. So, uh, fortunately for me, I was already, I took it. So I was, a, I was already able to, you know, apply for my licensure and everything. But, you know, that also came with problems because now applying for licensure in Texas, they, they required for you to have, submit your transcript, you know, not non-electronically. So Texas wanted the paper form. And you'll go back to your school and ask for the paper form. They're like, okay, we HR office is closed. COVID shut everything down. So you can't send anything. You can't go to school and request any physical forms or whatever. So uh, a lot of us that was new dentists trying to get a uh, license in Texas were battling for, back and forth for months with the Texas State Board of Dental Examiners because they wouldn't budge. And Jesus. yeah, wow. yeah, and, and you'll ask you you'll talk to one one person over the phone. I'm not even over the phone, over the email because they never answered the phone. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so you you'll talk to one person over the email. They'll tell they'll tell you do you need to do this and this and then. And then next time you email somebody else, another person will come and tell you something totally different. So um, you know I, we we sent a very a lot of email. It got a little you know dicey. You know, uh, after a while, because you know we, we were we were kind of ready to start. You know, we was kind of you know we're we're in a limbo. You know, and we we needed you needed money because you know obviously you know uh, with COVID people couldn't really work as far as like other all the other job. I worked I worked as a security guard, so that job was kind of closed down. So I was ready to begin my journey. Time, wait a minute, 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 yeah. wait, a minute wait a minute. So during COVID. You, now you are a dentist, like, I mean, on for all intents and purposes. Besides uh, having the the t state of Texas saying you are a dentist, yeah, he graduated. Uh, and you, yeah, and and you had to work as a security guard. So so I was I was already kind of working as a security guard, you know, prior to graduation, you know, just just to kind of earn more. But it, it was like it was like only like two days. It was Fridays and Saturdays that I work, and like Friday it'll be from like maybe like nine to three a.m. But on Saturdays mm. it'll be like two p.m. to three a.m. You know that I work as security guard, so you know that that's kind of afforded me to to have some money. But when COVID came, of course that was shut down. So mm. now we we had a limbo. Like okay, jobless. We don't know. I don't know when my license is gonna come. You know. You know, all your student loan money yeah, is right out. Yeah, So it finally, I, I think it took like two or three months for uh, Texas to finally allow electronic transcripts after so many people complained. And I, so they finally allowed 
electronic transcript, but then they said, okay, the electronic transcript can be sent by, because, you know, Clearinghouse sends everything. So they said, what well, they said, well, it has to come from the, your school directly. I'm like, the school that's contracted with, every school is, there, uh, is really contracted mm-hmm. with Clearinghouse. So yep. it's going to come from Clearinghouse. So, you know, then that was on the issue. We was battling it as far as like uh, accepting clearinghouse, you know, transcripts from getting the score. They finally budged again and allowed clearinghouse to come, you know, to to be allowed. So once that happened, you know, uh, back and forth, email, mailing and mailing, sent to the application. The application got sent back, said I need this. So I finally got that done. Uh, wait, hold, wait a minute, wait a minute. But you're from Houston, though, right? Yep. Yes, sir. All right. So you know that everything in Houston is done like an HBCU, though. Everything is in Houston is done like an HBCU. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you say it again. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not comprehending. What, 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 so, what's that mean? Uh, well, you wouldn't know because you never went to HBCU. <laughs> but if you've been to HBCU, then you know that everything in Houston is done like an HBCU. So if what's you go HBCU? to, if you go, if you go to a, a, the DMV, right, mm-hmm. and and your plan was to like, oh, I need to. Uh, I got some uh, special license plates for my car. I want to get this done today. Guess what? You're not getting that done today. <laughs> you don't have the proper paperwork. You need to come back tomorrow. That's, that's, all, that's all government offices. <laughs> right. Anything that involves government. Good luck getting it done at any speed. You know, one thing that I will say, though, it's um, I've never dealt with this because I, I, have, a, I have a license in in Pennsylvania as well. And when I graduated, it literally took me less than a month to get my license. But in Texas, when I came down here, it literally took three months. And I mean, HBCU. No, but it was crazy, like how slow everything was and how (laughs) you couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't upload anything. You had to literally, like you said, email it to uh, Austin in order to get a physical everything. It was crazy to me. So I can only imagine what you were dealing with with COVID. Yeah, a lot, a lot of people were getting their license easily in Florida, uh, whether it be in Oklahoma, you know. Well, Pennsylvania is very easy to get a license. I got my license in like probably like 72 hours. Right. In, in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. but but te- Texas was always on. That's the about That's Texas in general. They always on some extra stuff. That's what I'm saying. Uh, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I was just I was I just wasn't happy with the, their communication because somebody one person to tell you one thing, another person to tell you another thing, and then you go back and tell somebody this is what happened. So, um, but 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 the what really what really got me was after I got my licensure, finally got my license. Boom! All right, I'm ready to rock and roll. They tell me I need to renew my license. What? So yes, <laughs> yes. How did that happen? They, I paid three hundred or whatever to to for the licensing application plus the other fees and you know did my jurisprudence. Finally went through hell and got my license. But before my license become active, I had to now renew my license because quote unquote I had missed that pit, that that window, you know that window of of, of like. So, that is absurd. So I was heated, but you know I I couldn't. No matter what I I, I said or whatever, I, that nothing was going to happen unless I paid under four hundred or something. To renew my license that wow. I just got, so that's that, so that, absurd. That, yeah, that, that really ticked me off there. So you know that that was my whole situation with my license. You know, that's that's so that's, I, that's what it's, that's what it's like coming home. Yeah, 
Yeah, that's like wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, did you have a job lined up when by before you had before you were graduated, and they were just waiting for you to get your license to hire you, or what? That yeah, what was that? You know, yeah, hold yeah. on, hold on. Let's let's actually talk about it. let's let's break that down a little bit because a lot of people want to know what did you do to actually get to the position where you were interviewing and stuff. Like, what did you have to go through? Like, let's break that okay. part down for us. Okay, so. Um, you know, to, towards your senior, you kind of start like you want to have an idea of where you want to work, you know, but you you don't, you really don't know nothing about, you know, what practice you want to work at. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you, you have all these other companies come to your school, tell you about their um, corporate practices, whether it be Aspen, PDS, you know, um, all this other corporate. One. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. Fresh. Yeah. Mint. So yeah, sorry, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's all good. So, um, I finally, so I kind of liked the infrastructure PDS had. So I knew, like, you know, PDS was on top of my list as far as like where I wanted to work. So what I did was, um, I believe was it, um, I want to say either spring break or one of these breaks that we had. I came back to Houston and I contacted one of the reps for the uh, region and told her I wanted to shadow as many practices that you know that that i that i can within the time i'm here so i told her ahead of time so by the time that time that uh time had came she had like a list of certain practices that you know i could go and stop and shadow and everything and one of the first one i went to was the one i'm actually uh working at now the uh copperfield modern dentistry so i went there shadow you know was but i really wanted to actively learn you know what you know what was going on and um everything so uh i I would talk to the the owner doctor you know kind of like she you know wanted to know how the office ran did did multiple things and after that went to a different practice uh we turned back to copperfield you know so so i kind of and then i kind of knew where you know where i felt like i would i would be perfect as far as like having a mentor dentist yes so so what where, where are you working now yeah, Copperfield Modern Industry. Okay, all right. I'm, I'm okay. So, so tell w- us. Wonderful tell, office. Wonderful office. So tell us, tell us, like, so like you know, something you're hiding something. <laughs> well, okay. Here, here's a question. Ready? Tell us, tell us, like, what about that office drew you compared to uh, other offices you visited? And on top of that, why did you choose corporate versus private practice? Okay, so. The reason, the, the main reason why I chose corporate over private practice is because um, a lot of the private practices that I, I've seen, you know, or I have I have witnessed were they didn't, they, the, the, the room for growth for young, you know, new incoming dentists, what I didn't see, I didn't think I would get that as much as I would get as in corporate because whether it would be the technology that was being used, um, being able to be, um, kind of knowing like the new ways of treatment, everything. So I, I knew that corporate would afford for me to do those type of things because corporate, you know, of course it has a lot more back end. you know, with PDS, they always want to stay on the cusp of technology and, you know, kind of being able to be, be on top of, you know, what's going on in the world. world. So I felt like a corporate uh, area of corporate practice will benefit me more as far as to grow my skills and allow me to enhance or just have a lot of um, um, uh, different type of specialty skills with, with within dentistry. So that's the reason why I chose corporate specialties. 
Yeah, so that's the reason why I chose corporate. But the reason why I chose, um, say it again. Do you ask for the reason why I chose Copperfield? Yeah, that office exactly. Yeah. So, so I, one one the owner doc uh, graduated from Howard University. Uh, second of all, when I shadowed her, when I shadowed her, I could I loved the way she she connected with the patients. You know, the the patients, the patient felt like you know they kind of she was just there to not just to do do the work, but also kind of get to know them. And also, she um, her clinical skills were was superb. You know, I seen her uh, extract tooth with just periosteal ele- yeah. just a periosteal elevator, like you know, just like you know, crazy things. You know, and I'm like, yo, like you know, I, that's something that I will hopefully want to emulate, and then later in my career, and kind of earn have those skills. So, um, and then she offered to you know mentor me also, and you know, just allow me to go into the field. So. I felt like it was just a win-win situation, regardless, you know. Um, you know, and then I think it, I think it was out of that practice and out of the practice, but you know, COVID came and kind of like threw everything off. But we stayed in contact, and she she still had an offer for me when um, you know when it was all said and done. So I, that's why so I went. As soon as you got your license, you basically were able to start work like that, that yeah, next I, day I, or something. Yeah. No, so I was, I was there. So I moved back to Houston, um, officially in July, the still, um, right before July. So like, uh, June, end of June. So I still didn't have my license by then, but you know, with, with her and PDS, I was able to do something called, you know, dentist and training. So mm-hmm. basically before my license became active, I was, you know, again, trained in different, you know, um, whether it be CERIC, you know, just kind of okay. learning how how certain things work. So once my license then became activated, I was able to then um, be put on a schedule. So I, my official start date really was August 1st. Okay. So, yeah, okay. For, from starting, like, to seeing patients all by myself and all that stuff. So A month yeah. in. month That's in already. already. Literally. The, literally. The, month of, the month of the lion. <laughs> yep, exactly. <laughs> hell month. We call it hell month. Okay, <laughs> let me let me ask you um when it comes to your other friends that are working right now, what are you hearing about just the the field of dentistry and what their experiences have been? Um so I I felt I feel like a lot of you know, new dentists I feel like not everybody is meant to first of all go straight into work. That's one. Uh, well, I think I think. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I gotta jump in here. So, <laughs> okay, wait a minute, because no, because uh, from my personal perspective, yeah. the major the majority of uh, graduates from Howard do not necessarily go straight into dentistry. Mm-hmm. The majority of them go and do a residency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, okay. From that, from that aspect, from that aspect, like, do you, like how many people from your class? Like, I, I would, I would assume that there's not that many people from your class that like are going straight into dentistry. Yeah. Um. Well, well, I, I feel like COVID, COVID ruined a lot of things. Some yeah. people plan. Some, some yeah. people plan on going to residency. And residency canceled because of COVID, so they were forced straight into work. You're right. Um, you're right. You're right. Yeah, uh, uh, I think uh, about uh, that. The, yeah. So, so it was kind of a difference. So I felt like a lot more people went, went, you know, kind of went straight to work because re- some people that went to residency right now aren't even doing anything because they're restricted from 
the regular dental dental care. So it, it, mm. to them, they, they, they I, I speak to them over the phone. They'll tell me like, man, I must, I should just just went straight to work because right now we are not even allowed to really do anything, and I'm just you know just being held back. So it felt like it's feeling like a waste of a, a year. You you know what I'm saying? No, so, I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. No, so, I I yeah. But but it's it, it's, it's it wasn't too much that went straight to work. It, it was a, it was it was like probably like I would say maybe like seven. To seven, I'm around seven to ten people that that probably went straight into work. Oh, seven to ten, mm-hmm. not not percent. You're talking about no. seven to ten people that I know. So like five percent of people actually went straight uh, into yeah. work. Wow. Because if, but you know, for the, but COVID affected it too. Yeah. So so yeah. maybe I, there might be more because of COVID. Yeah. You know. No, no, yeah, so, so, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. I, to be honest, I think that there were. <laughs> less people that that went because because you know why because a lot of jobs stop stop offering so a lot of people uh, have sure. offers you Oof. know with that whole and then once the covid came a lot of people started scaling back a lot yeah. of practices they instead of uh they weren't hiring anymore because you know the whole situation they had to kind of get the uh depending on what state you only had to the new ppe guideline or whatever so a lot of a lot of practices took a pause from hiring you know, especially new grads, you know, just so they could get their things in order before uh, they moved on. So, Man, so yeah, was it hard for, do you think it was hard for, uh, well, I mean, you already had a job yeah. lined up. Yeah. Uh, do you think, it was. What, was it pretty hard then for your friends to find employment? Yeah. I, cause, cause <sighs> I, I was, I had a, 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 another job offer that I was looking at, you know, prior to COVID, but once COVID came, it disappeared. Oh, you know, okay. if uh, to be honest, if it wasn't for the me going out and shadow me, me connecting with these doctors, you know, and them seeing seeing uh, you know, my potential like firsthand, then mm-hmm. I probably would have you know not been where I wanted to be. I probably would have been you know in a whole different state looking because I have friends who has quote unquote secure job offers. And then they went to whether it be the interview or whatever, and they just disappeared. They ended up a whole different state that they than they uh, really wanted to be in. So it's crazy. So what now? Some of those job offers were they all? Uh, were any of your friends, or have you heard of anybody where what might have been full time went down to part time, and now they have to work at multiple offices to yeah, to stay busy? Yeah, not even that. Even the pay. So you know, Texas was um you know average income in dentist it was like 600 a day you know um mm-hmm. that was like the base covid came 400 a day you know uh, what i'm saying yeah. so uh, uh yeah uh. so yeah so a lot, a lot of people pay cuts <laughs> oh, oh. yeah that's a lot, a lot that's a big a difference lot, exactly a lot of people had, that's a third of the of your income yep exactly Shit. so a lot of people had to take pay cuts Sorry. and a lot of people weren't really um happy during that time because the, the pay they were getting you know and then on top of that if you if you're being paid off production and patients are not coming in because of covid yeah. anymore or whatever your paycheck is looking very very slight you know so it it really it really kind of turned messed up a lot of things you know so I mean, what i agreed a... on what, what i agreed on initially to as far as like my compensation is totally different post-covid you know because you know they had to make their adjustments or whatever, you feel me. So at yeah. the end of the day, you know you have to live with it. And then once things get back to normal, then everything else will, will follow suit. How long was your contract? 
I don't, it, it's not even, um, it's not, to be honest, my contract is not like, yo, you have to be here for two years. You have to be here one year. It's just really, you, the, my, my contract is basically states how much I'm getting paid, what, you know, I'm, what I'm supposed to make or whatever. So, so are you I, telling me that mm -hmm. your contract mm -hmm. is whatever you're making post COVID mm -hmm. indefinitely? You're, 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 you are you mean is that what you're that, telling that guaranteed base rate is that what you're referring to no no it are you are you saying it's like that's indefinitely what i'm what i'll begin that's what i'm i'm asking no. you what what it's what 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 i'm this might this might be a little too personal. right i was gonna say let's but, let's focus on let's focus on the idea that like are, are we're you gonna, we're gonna talk later we're gonna yeah, talk later yeah we're okay. gonna talk later let's talk about let's talk yeah, about yeah, like this right, really yeah. you said pre-covid you had let's say six hundred dollars uh daily rate right and yeah. you said post-covid you have four hundred dollar daily rate and, and guaranteed uh, guaranteed Guaranteed, guaranteed right and right. and and we're asking is is that something that's going to change later on and that's is that in your oh, yeah. contract or is that oh, yeah. something that's just permanent now Nah, everything is negotiable you know um it, I, i'll tell you right now um it's not 400 you know because you know we're we're we're, we're getting past that you know that hump of the covid at first you know it was crazy so um but nah, it, it's very negotiable like you know if if i if <sighs> If I feel if I feel like yo okay um, things have getting back to normal, I have talked to the regional manager. I have talked to the owner. That you know we have worked something out. So it's not it's not set in stone. You know, it's, it's everything. I'm just I'm just I'm just worried about what is in writing that you signed. Yeah, what about it? Well, we're we're gonna we're gonna talk later about that off off of this this interview. What? Well, the goal is never to just stay at that guaranteed base rate. So as long yeah. as you're seeing patients, you're, I mean, the sky's the limit for you. So exactly. that, that guaranteed base rate is really just your, sure your, your you floor. Your That's your floor. Uh, but yeah. You, you can make as much as you want as uh, however exactly. much treatment you provide. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And I think a lot of people need to understand, and I think I'm going to echo Kyle is you, 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 it's nice to have, you know, uh, a, a safety net. That's what your mm -hmm. your guarantee is. It's a safety net, right? But you hope mm -hmm. to never use your safety net. You hope that you're Fact. doing so well that you don't have to worry about that safety net because that safety yeah. net is literally the floor, right? You want to aim yeah. for the ceiling. So that's something that, I mean, I you know, it's nice to have, but it's not something that's needed if you just continue yeah. to be productive. The question I have exactly. for you, though, is being productive, right? You talked about how patients don't want to come in anymore and they're scared to come into the office. And even the World Health Organization was like, oh, I wouldn't go to the dentist if I were you. I mean, we had that discussion, <laughs> right? I mean, that was that yeah. was recently. Yeah. Uh, and so the question I have for you is how productive are you as a new graduate who did not do a residency, but you're probably full mm -hmm. of confidence. How productive are you and, and how much guidance are you have you been getting from your um, uh, owner, doctor, mentor? I know that's like three questions I asked you, but go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. So to, to, to me, based on, you know, the numbers or whatever, I, I have been productive, you know, um, now you obviously have certain, you know, goals that they want you to hit in, you know, after a certain amount of time, but in my first, 
within my first month and about with the work I have done, um, I'm happy where I'm at, you know, because I, I it's it's been always positive, positive, positive. No, we definitely have our days, but I feel like a lot of people are getting off that not coming to the dentist anymore. You know, uh, a lot of people are actually coming to the dentist, coming to get you know whatever treatment that they need. You know, it's just it's just right now we're still in the transition because we went from you know at first it was they had two docs at the office, right? And then when I came in, I was the third doc. Now mm-hmm. we're transitioning to just two, me, the owner doc, and me. So everything is still like in transition phase, uh, and, and you know, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not too worried. I feel like you know I will be very productive once everything gets settled and once we kind of um, get everything set in stone. And yeah, do you feel? Really, do, really you, do you feel overwhelmed? Uh, so at origin, at at first I did because in dental school you're, um, you know, you're. You, a lot of things you did was very minute. You know, you you saw two patients a day. Sometimes at the most you saw was three, you know. And, you know, you probably, you know, did, you know, probably like six, seven crowns within your whole time there. Or so, you know, mostly you did. No like hygiene fillings. checks. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, you did fillings and all that stuff. You know, things that you thought that was big boy stuff. And then you, you come to... <laughs> You come straight to the press and you 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 don't you having ten patient days, twelve patient days. You know you're not you know you gotta you had to figure out how to be able to bounce from room to room and still be able to not have the patient waiting for an extremely amount of time. So it it, it wasn't it wasn't uh, it's like everything combined from the actual uh, patient pool that you see, you know treatment planning. You know now it's just not okay. I'm treatment planning to get my requirement. No, I'm I treatment plan to make sure. I make sure the uh, patient has a, a, a balanced occlusion. I gotta make sure I, I'm I'm looking at everything, you know. So it, it, it's it, real it, now. Yeah, it's yeah. real. It's real now, and it, everything you're doing is gonna have your name on it. So you don't exactly. want to kind of yeah, you don't want to um, make the wrong, you know. Make you're gonna make mistakes, but you don't want to, you know, make you don't want to make a big mistake and, and stuff. So you have to really pay attention to details, and you just have to have the patient believe that you know what the hell you're doing, you know. Cut. Kyle, how many patients do you see a day? Are we talking in my chair or in the whole office? Nah, I mean it's it's your office, so you're seeing every patient. You don't have any. You don't have right, an associate, right. right? Right. So I got three hygienists working. They're each seeing ten patients a day, so that's thirty patients plus. You know, I've got anywhere from ten to twenty in my schedule. So we're talking about fifty patients a day. Yeah. See that's, that's big. That's, that's big boy. That's, that's, that's big that's, boy. That's 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 what it, that's what it is. That's right. That's that's general dentistry right there. That's Fifty it. patients that's a day. You, that's when you come home every night and just fall asleep on the couch. You're tired. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it pays the bills, right? That's what yeah. we did this for is to to make that salary. Um, one of the, I, I worked in corporate dentistry for a little bit, and one of the benefits was the continuing education that you brought up. Yeah. That's something that attracted. Mm-hmm. Across the country, continuing education, is, other than online webinars and stuff, it's pretty much ground to a halt. Uh, yeah. Is there any uh, foreseeable future when your company is going to start offering that training to you, other than what your mentor doctor can provide for you? Yeah. Uh, so, so even even you know now, like I'm still able to ha- have access to certain CEs and that we that take places in Texas, like. You know, right before I started, I had a laser training, 
you know, Laser, okay. Laser C. Um, like we had, I had the Cerex. So, but now I think they're waiting because I they usually do their their big training in Cali, California. But you know, California became the hotbed for COVID. So right. yeah, I guess they're waiting for you know the restrictions to to be lifted. And mm-hmm. then I, I'll still be able to go to Cali to get that same training. So who knows when? I don't know when. Um, yeah. You know, that's going to happen. But I, I feel but like they're still going to do some local stuff for you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and then me, myself, too. I'm, 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 I'm actively looking for CEs to, to kind of like, you know, outside of the, the, the corporate, I'm looking at different CEs that's going to help yeah. better my clinical skills and stuff. So I'm not, I'm not necessarily waiting for nobody to, kind of like, you know, uh, train me or whatever. So you got to be proactive, especially as a general dentist. You got to go out there and learn. Yeah, man. Take advantage of whenever continuing education comes back, take mm-hmm. advantage of all those new grad discounts. It will, I mean, for the couple hundred dollars you're going to spend on some of these classes, which are normally Thousands. over a thousand dollars, that is a huge investment in your in your future. And it's going to put you miles ahead of everything else. And it's, it's going to pay you back 30, 40 times over the course of your life. I agree. Got it. Got it. Let's, sure. let's switch over to um, basic student loans, right? We talk about student mm-hmm. loans a lot. We deal with student loans a lot, unless you're fortunate enough to have somebody in your family who uh, paid your, stu- your school off, uh, which if that's the case, let me know. Uh, they can adopt. They can adopt me. Uh, <laughs> I need that number, right? <laughs> but but let's talk about student loans, right? The one thing that we always deal with is student loans, and and the, I remember when I graduated, I was like, man, how am I going to pay this back? Because you get about a six month grace period, right? Is that yeah. the first question? Six months grace period was normal. This is pre COVID. What are they doing for you guys now? And are you going to defer that? you know, out longer than the six months. And is that what your friends are also doing? So, so as for me, you know, in, in that aspect, COVID was a blessing because now like interest, the interest had been shut down all even through December. So we're, we're not even, you know, you're not even required to start paying until next year, mm. you know? So, and, and they're not accumulating any interest. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. The, the last Hello. thing that I heard was, September thirty first. No, they moved it Is to that, the end of the they year. They changed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they moved, they moved it, it. it for, okay. fed, for federal. Yeah, for, the, for federal, right? Yeah. yeah, the federal loan, not private loans. I'm talking about federal loans. Right. Uh, so they moved it to uh, end, end of the January? year, January. January? So, okay. Yeah. So nice. You're, okay. You're you're free to uh, December. You know, after December, then you can you know work things out. So did this. My my thing is like I. I plan on calling, you know, my, my, my loan services now yet. So I'm planning on calling them to kind of like figure out like, you know, how, how my payment is going to go. So I'll be ready when, um, you know, when, when I have to start paying, you know, uh, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna rush myself, especially when the interest is still not, (laughs) it's not going nowhere. So I'm going to take my time to figure out how I'm going to go about paying those student loans, you know, time by time. Just oh, what, what what on average are you hearing from your classmates kind of range of numbers that people are coming out in Man, debt with? I, I don't know about them but i know i got a okay well let's yeah. pause let's let's pause for a second let's give let's give a little breath right breath right there yeah. i want you to repeat what you just said Hell, I, I, let me give you uh, uh the accurate number give me one second <laughs> hold on 
He's like, let me pull it up real quick. I'm pull it up real quick. My mm. total current balance is $388,983.24. You know what I'll do? Right, you know what I'll do? You know so what I'll do, guys? No, hold on, hold on. Gary, you. Gary, I'm hold on. Gonna... Gary, hold on. I got, I got that 24 cents for you, bro. That's my gift. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that'll, that'll help, I guess. <laughs> that's that 24 cents with the interest paid out over 30 years. That's going to add up to like 100 bucks. All right. I'm, I'm going to tell you something. I graduated from uh, Howard 10 years ago. All right. I graduated from Endo in 2012. Mm. And I have uh, been paying my shit, sorry, my, my loans for 10 years, right? Mm-hmm. Or, or eight years, right? And I have just a little bit less than you. <laughs> okay, so. No. Just a little bit is, less than you. This, how, how much did you I got, I got, I got, I'm not, not going to pull it up, but I at least have like 340, right. at least 340 left. Right. He's paying twenty dollars a month. So this is this. Well, what I'm gonna say is that, like, what I learned uh, about maybe four years ago is that you can't just pay that minimum amount that they want you to pay. You know, it's it's not it's not structured in a way for you to ever pay it off. You have to pay more and you can you can pay by group as opposed to well on my thing. Instead of paying like one lump sum, you can pay on like, oh, for your the the money that you took out your first year, boom, you can pay on that. The money you took out your second year, you can pay on that. The money, the loan yeah. for the third year, the loan like you can actually separate it out and pay uh incrementally. Okay. You know, so, so, uh, once you know that, yeah, you can actually start to decrease your debt significantly. Like, I I decreased my, like, once I figured that out, I decreased my debt by like a hundred thousand dollars, like, in in no time. Yeah. But, but like, if you, if you don't know that, yeah, sorry, if you don't know that and you're paying, you're just paying the minimum, you're getting used and abused by the system. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. See what your uh, your highest interest rate is. I, I think it's a terrible idea for the the people that consolidate everything into one big loan. Uh, yeah. you, you look at it. I my my method to paying mine off was start at the highest rate, and that you get these little victories along the way. Because yeah. exactly know, one, one semester is like. I don't know, a couple thousand dollars and you pay that off. You're like, all right, cool. Uh, uh, now I'm down to, you know, 50 loans instead of 51 loans. And that, mm-hmm. it, 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 yeah. So I'll probably, I'll probably start with the uh, dental school loans. Cause you know, those, those, those were the unsubsidized loans, you know, the ones yeah. that, the ones that they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't try to help a brother out, you know, at all. Yeah. So, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, start, start at the top and then go back to undergrad and stuff. It was getting yeah. subsidized. Let, what, what kind of interest rates are were on your loan? I know you're not getting charged interest yeah, right I, now, but what, I, do you know what they range from? And then I, I could let me see if oh, I can pull it up. It's gonna pull it up, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Let me see if I can log into my Navient and pull that up. 
again, first that, that, that was something I, I didn't look at whenever I took out loans. It was like, yeah, I'll yeah. take it. And then once you graduate, you're like, okay, I got some that are at five. I got some 6.8. I got some that are at 8.1. When I was, when I, when I, every year I was like, give me the maximum amount. Exactly. Me too. <laughs> like, me too. You know, like you don't think about it, you know? Yeah. yeah okay. But it's, uh, I, I'm going to tell you something. You, 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 you actually have a, uh, unique opportunity right now to, uh, be on a podcast with, with three dentists who actually have been uh, one who I think paid off all his loans, yeah. you know, you know, one who has loans and opened a practice and uh-huh. the other one did. <laughs> all right. Well, I, no, I said one has loans and opened a practice right. is, what okay. said, is what I said. And another one who just has loans on top of loans on top of loans on top of loans. You're getting like a, the, the full spectrum, but but as far, you know, as, far as uh like what to do, like you know. <laughs> well, okay. Well, let's talk about that, yeah. guys. Let's let's kind of give a little advice here, right? For you know, um, we got to understand that everybody's gonna attack this differently. Uh, the one thing mm-hmm. that I learned, and I think Gary kind of mentioned it, is you know, despite what you want, right? When you graduate, we always want the best, and and I mean, we we deserve it, right? Let's get that new car. Let's get that big house that we really can't afford. Let's do all that stuff, right? People are going to always give you a loan. That's the one thing that you will learn is you are very, I mean, they see dollar signs when the bank sees you. You come in, oh, doctor, what is going on? And they're they're your best friend. They're getting you that good water in the back. You know what I mean? Might be sparkling. Got cucumbers in. You got got cucumber cucumber water. You you get that infused water, you know? (laughs) One, bro, one, one, you can go get that yourself. So don't fall for that. But the second thing is you will always get a loan. One thing that I really want dental students and just dentists in general, that new grads to understand is, if you pay off your loan as soon as you can, every mu- every single cent that you make after that is yours. You will see that you'll actually be able to catch up and do way more if no. you do that, if you pay your loans off and just sacrifice a little bit. I promise you, you'll end up actually feeling way better whenever you're working and you go, every single dollar that I make is completely mine versus every dollar I make, I have to give it to somebody. You know what I mean? No. So Still that was something that. Oh, well, I mean, you know what I mean. Yes, uh, yes. No, no, well, no, no, that's, no. That, that's that's debatable that's, too. That's 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 another conversation. Yeah. That, yeah. Another time. That's when we that's when we talk about uh, uh, uh you know LLCs and S corps and yeah, and different uh, insurances yeah, that kind of hide stuff. But we'll talk about that later, yeah. another time. Yeah. <laughs> Hoping the government not here. Well, no, they, if they are, whatever, it don't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not it's all legal. It's this all completely legal. Pay your taxes. That's right. Yeah. right. No, um, okay, let's let's talk about let's talk about what were some of your fears when you graduated and what are your fears now? Because you're I mean, literally a month into this, right? What are some of your fears hmm. that you're dealing with right now? Because some people just say, Oh, I feel great, I'm, I love dentistry. Dentistry still scares me. And I've been working for 10 years like gary said i graduated in 2009 i mean almost 11 years mm-hmm. now and dentistry mm-hmm. to this day still scares me not like oh you know like oh i can't do this it, it scares me because the more you know the more you realize you don't know certain you things. don't know yeah right yeah. and you just you, uh, you've been out for a month so what's mm-hmm. scaring you what what are your thought processes right now as you're going through this initially my my biggest fear was 
I, I wasn't ready. You know, you know, I, I wasn't ready to, um, you know, just be just jump out into straight into dentistry and be and be working. I started thinking to myself like, yo, I should have went to residency. Like, uh, I, I, I'm, I, you know, I'm not sure if I have my clinical skills is up to par and all that stuff. And then, you know, over time you start working, that that starts fading. And then, um, it, it with me, it became like, yo, like. Damn, like it's stressful, you know. It gets stressful at times, you know. Uh, yeah, so so you get to a point where like, yo, am I am I even happy? Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, 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 I'm doing a, I'm doing a, a crown on the patient. I'm looking out the window like, damn, I gotta come back tomorrow and do the same thing all over again. I, 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 I get home. I get home at seven p.m. I gotta take my dog. I gotta. And I call. I go to sleep, and I gotta get back up at, by be at, over there by eight a.m. and do this. Like, what is life, you know? Um, and then, and then, you know, mm. it's getting better now because you know you start adjusting to it. And but, but like the biggest fear is like um, not having not having an answer, a solution to a, pr- a patient's problem, you know. So um, a pay, you know, right now I'm still kind of new, so. Uh, I might get a complicated patient, you know, and I'm like, yo, like, I really don't know what to do. And this is where a mentor comes in. Like, and, you know, I could piggyback off her and be like, yo, doc, uh, what, you know, I'm kind of having issues here. What, what, by experience, what, what should I do, you know, here and there? And, um, yeah, so it's really just not having all the answers to all the questions or most of the questions that a patient can and being able to, uh, not being able to do everything, you know, that um, a patient might need. So that's really that's really my uh, what I'm what I'm kind of like, you know, fearful about. All right, so that that fear is uh, you you will have that forever. It'll never. Yeah. <laughs> All right, yeah. but the beauty the beauty of it is that you can always refer if you don't yeah. know, you know. Yeah, yeah for sure. You can always refer, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think I think you get comfortable. Uh, uh, it's it's more like the comfortability. Like once I once I get comfortable knowing, uh, not knowing the unknown, or, or or not being able to treat everything, then I okay. I, this is part of dentistry. You know, you're not gonna yep. know everything. You know, yep. but you know, you uh, coming in as a new grad, it's like yo, I'm, uh, sh- shoot, should I know this? You know, ah uh, man, I. Just stick to your protocol. Stick to your protocol. You know, like you examine the tooth, you do the testing, you look at the x-rays, boom. You know, just mm-hmm. stick stick to your training. Stick to your training. You went to Howard, man. You went to Howard. I know Dr. Harden was in there talking talking to you like, okay, doc, what do you think, doc? Uh, you know, things All change. That. Things change at Howard. We have modules now, so we now... My, I was in module three. Harden was in module two, so we don't really get to. Experience uh, oh, I got you. I and, got you. And I'm glad. And I, you know, Harden, Harden liked me because I was good and clinically and stuff. But I personally didn't like I, I, that I wasn't working with Harden a lot because you know, one, he could he 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 could get a little aggressive, you know, on your face and stuff, and you know, <laughs> it's it, it, some other things that I'm not gonna say in here, but you know. <laughs> Well, well, people know people know hard and hard uh, track record. You know? Well, here's the here's the thing. Here's the, the beauty of it is that being on here, you just you just uh, gained three other uh, dentists' perspective mm-hmm. on, mm-hmm. on on any question you have. So you you always are able to contact sure. any one of us if you yeah. have any questions or anything. You know, yes, sir. You, know you know you know one the, thing. Uh, that, go ahead, Gary. Go ahead, Kyle. Please. 
the, the one CE I went to, um, the, the takeaway was, and, and these were guys that taught at a dental school, um, out in California and, you know, they know their stuff. And even then they were saying, you know, you really got to read the patient. The, you're not going to be able to treat everybody. Even if you know everything, you might not want to treat everybody because sometimes their expectations are unachievable. And the one phrase they said was, uh, your needs are outside my abilities. I'm sorry, I can't treat you. And just, you know, I know you're, people look at that paycheck and they got to, you know, pay the loans, pay whatever, but you're, if you try to tackle everything, you're going to just make that stress level and that hate for dentistry or hate coming to work that much worse. So yes, mm -hmm. stay in that, what you're comfortable with. I mean, to a certain extent, you want to push your abilities, but yeah, you're definitely not going to be able to treat everybody and all. Yeah. Don't be afraid to you yeah. know, sometimes just say to a patient, I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, let me see yeah. if I can get you to somebody that can figure it out. And then let, if, me let me refer to avioplasty to Dr. Aka. You know, <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, okay. You know what? Let me if just you, let, if, go ahead. Hold on one second. If, if you respect the service, then the money will come. That's true. If you respect the service first, that and that's basically all it comes down to: respecting the service. Well, respecting respecting the go craft. Ahead, Dr. Well, no, you you the same thing, right? Respecting the actual craft of dentistry, you know, because a lot of people, like mm -hmm. like Kyle said, you know, they they think about the money first and say, "Oh, I, I can do that full mouth rehab without not even knowing where to begin," right? Yeah. So mm -hmm. something that you might have been like, "Oh man, I'm gonna make like." ten thousand dollars on this right ends up actually costing you money because now yeah. that person's suing you or, or or they're bringing in other people they had to go get your work fixed by somebody else who charged them double and now they want to come back to you talking about you need to give me my money back right yeah and then that also mm -hmm. brings your rating down because people always want to yelp everything right if you if you yeah. sneezed wrong they're, they're yelping about how horrible you are right so that's something yeah. that i think mm -hmm. you have to understand that money will come but you have to respect the craft and understand that i'm going to put exactly. a little plug here right so in uh episode uh 106 of uh tooth be told um you actually we actually listed <laughs> a bunch of ce's and i'm telling you this right now listen to that episode and also read the show notes that has literally every CE that you could pop. We summarized a bunch of CEs, people to follow on Instagram. I mean, I, I thought that that was like one of the best episodes because of the fact that we basically put everything together for you and said, here's here's all the things you need to learn. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. it, it, you know, yeah. does it change? Of course it does. But at least you have a beginning phase, right? Instead of wasting your money on stuff that you may not end up getting anything out of, these are the people that are yeah. doing it right, you know? So, I mean, that that's just a little something for the new grads that are listening when it comes to, hey, here's something that could benefit me later on. Let's look over CEs, like uh, Dr. Dumper said. CEs now, especially at, at such a low rate, you're a new grad. You literally pay a fraction of what myself, Dr. Dumper, Dr. Dennis will pay. I promise you, we can go to the same course and I'm paying three, four times more than what you would oh. pay as a oh. new grad. <laughs> oh, so much more. Yeah. I so much more. I, I wish someone would have told me, hey, for the first year, don't worry, but just take as many CEs as possible. I would, and, and buy books that you wanted because they will give you discount on the books that you want, you know, you know now. And... and after this, if it's like a two day, three day event, like don't just go back to your hotel room or house or whatever, like 
uh, interact with people, mm -hmm. uh, network with them, tell the dentist there that you're a new grad. They'll take you under their yes. wing. They'll buy you food. They'll buy you drinks. They'll I mean, spill so, everything. Social distancing, yeah, of course, <laughs> with a mask and all that. And all that of know. course. But yeah, man, I, you'll get yeah. uh, dentistry if you're in the right classes and around the right people. Uh, there's a lot of us out there that want to help out new grads, want to help out each other. And mm -hmm. literally, like, I paid very little for some really good classes. And I learned a lot after the classes, got some good food, got some good drink afterward, and it didn't cost mm -hmm. me hardly anything. So yeah, I pick the brains of everybody around. Uh, you'll, you'll learn a lot from people. All right, yes, Dr. B, sure. let me ask you a question, right? Before we wrap this up, do you have any questions for us? Something or any, any, anything for, uh, you know, students or, or dental students are in their fourth year. What are some things that you wish you would have known? I mean, you're only, only a month into this. I get it. Right? Uh, you've, it seems, it seems like you've gone through the whole, uh, depression, uh, <laughs> regret, uh, <yeah>. the, the, <laughs> the cycle. <laughs> You've the gone PTSD through the, that right, we all had. yeah. He's gone yeah, through the the, yeah, the, the whole yeah. cycle in, in less than a month. But what are some advice that you'd give to grads, or, you know, students who are in this position or going to be in this position next year? Um, uh, one thing that I wish I would have did more is, you know, shadow, you know, kind of uh, my off time shadowed a lot more practices to kind of see how. It's, it differs from being in dental school and when you're going straight into like dentistry, like the patient flow, um, you know, perfect patient experience, you know, and and just kind of um, being able to know what you're getting yourself into uh, that. Another thing is the pay structure, you know, how how you be how you will be compensated, you know, um, the, the taxes that are going to be taken out of, you know, uh, different types of. You know, then you talked about health savings accounts. There's some things you never heard of before, you know. So, you know, just kind of understanding how how your pay structure will be and I, also like how to also um, properly manage your money, you know, mm -hmm. because I feel like that's that's the biggest thing as far as like, you know, new grads, they will, will come in and, you know, we'll we'll get that $4,000 paycheck. Um, and then, you know, it's like, night and day from what we used to get you know and then we you know a lot of us you know young would we'll, we'll probably tend to kind of like you know spend that on things that are not you know really worth anything but you start you know looking at you start if you're talking to older you know experienced people and other dentists you start realizing yo i gotta you know i'm young but i need to start planning for the future i gotta start looking at you know you know investing in uh mutual funds and you know all these other type of things so i just wish you know, if that I, I knew as far as like more of the financial side and also what I was uh, really getting into from, because I didn't think I was going to be seeing 12 patients in a day. You know, I, I just didn't see that happening. I was like, okay, you mm, know. That's only one column, brother. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you got the right column, you got the middle column. You know, you know, so it, it, it's just a whole different world, you know. Uh, yeah, so um, don't get used to, you know, don't, uh, one advice, don't get used to us seeing two patients a day because that's not going to happen you know don't get used to having two hours to do one filling you know like you have a dental school take your time you know, you, you know <laughs> we you, you gotta we gotta learn especially not especially with crowns now you know what I'm saying like 
we used to take in dental school. You get three hours per crown. You know, make make it look nice, and you got you got the mannequin, you got Dexter. You get to turn the head this way, you know, <laughs> however you want. But you know, in a row where that's not that's not how it is. Not forty five so, minutes. Forty five yeah, minutes per crown. Exactly. Exactly. So uh, yeah. just 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 kind of differentiating the the real world from school. And being able to understand how things work in the in the in the real world as far as general dentistry goes. Well, and I, I don't know about you guys. I couldn't have said it better myself. He pretty much summed up like everybody's uh, experience, <laughs> at least uh, right the first year. Everything, yes, right? Exactly. Your first year, yep. it was it's it's intense, man. And you know, I, I'm I think the one thing that Dr. Dennis said was you do have connections, and I think if you utilize that, that stress level will go down. If you feel like you're an island, it's going to suck. I'll be honest with yeah. you. You know what yeah. I mean? But if you utilize that that the resource that you do have and the, and the network, like uh, Dr. Dumper said, you'll be good. You know, you'll be good. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's, yeah. let's wrap it up here. Um, you know, maybe we'll get you back after your first year, and then you might yeah. hopefully, hopefully you don't go through the cycle of all that extra stuff again, but maybe Maybe you'll be more confident. You can tell us a little more about what, how it's been going, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently working on, um, you know, it's taking back my life, you know, getting back into the studio and stuff and, you know, working on, yeah, working on things, you know, working on my music all over again. So, you know, it, 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 it's a, it, it's an adjustment a little bit, but once you get adjusted, then things will start going back to, uh, Okay, well, let's let's talk about that then. Let's. How do we how yeah. do we find you? <laughs> how do we find you on different social media so we can again yeah, so, connect with people? So uh, Instagram um, is Dr. B Bay, uh, which is dr dot b underscore b a y. Um, oh, Twitter B-A-Y. is yeah. Twitter is I believe. Let me make sure. It's, Twitter is uh, doc, b underscore b a y. But if you type in Dr. B Bay again, you'll see you should see me on Twitter. So that those are the two platforms that I usually uh use the most. Um also you can find me on Apple Music, uh Spotify, Tidal, Vivo, all of that stuff, you know, as far as the music goes. So yeah. All right. Um, I'm readily available. Well, you know, the one good thing is you're definitely expanding outside of uh dentistry, which is gonna keep you sane. So don't yeah, stop. That's Bro, you are looking good in that picture. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm looking. I'm looking at the. I'm looking on Instagram, like the one with the suit on the the second one with the yeah, turtleneck. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm into all right, too, so all, right, all, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> well, I yeah. promise you, you guys gotta check this out. Instagram, uh, uh, Twitter. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I'm going to be checking out. This is this is fun. This is fun. Well, thank you for so sure. much for coming through. Appreciate you giving no, the. They, they... Thank you for having me, for sure. I appreciate it. Not at all, man. All right, Definitely. guys. Enjoy. All right. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist, with an S, at gmail.com. That's realdentist, R-E-A-L, dentist, with an S, at gmail.com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that, our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you, and a trusted dental professional.